Hello and welcome to the Your Gym Big Sister podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. And welcome to this week's mini Q&A episode. So these are episodes where I answer your guys' questions, okay? And you can ask me questions either linked in the show notes. I have a type form that you can just go and fill out, all right? You can also ask me a question on Instagram. My name is at emma.curvin, or you can even leave one in the Spotify comment box below if you wish, and if you're listening on Spotify, all right? And uh, today's question is actually a really, really good one. Um, and it's a topic of conversation that comes up quite a lot, um, especially when I'm chatting to new clients who are coming on board, you know, and I'm talking to them about their goals and, and maybe they have the goals if they want to lose fat and they want to build muscle. So it's the age old question of should I cut or bulk first? And more specifically, the question reads, if you have goals of both losing excess fat, like 10 kilos and building serious muscle mass, glucanes, <laughs> should the focus first be on fat loss, then starting a bulking or gaining phase or vice versa? At what point should you switch? And so in general, the answer for me is always going to be, well, I shouldn't say always because it's obviously individual dependent, but usually the answer is going to be that you should focus on fat loss first. And there's a few reasons for this, but one of the most important ones for me is that while it is possible to build some muscle in a deficit, it is completely impossible to lose fat in a surplus. Did I say it is possible? I think I did. It's possible to build muscle in a deficit, but it is impossible to lose fat in a surplus. Okay. So, and I guess what we're really talking about here is body recomposition. Um, you know, this, this concept of like losing fat whilst building muscle. Now, this is definitely something that I think is a bit overhyped at times, especially I see like TikToks, I see, um, you know, Instagram reels of girls being like, oh, you know, like you discovered that you don't ever need to cut or bulk and you can just body recomp all the time. And in my opinion, if you always try and do both of these things at the same time, you will not do either of them very, very well. This is just my opinion. and It's been my experience. And I would always be of the mind that you should pick one, go after that, and then move to the other one, go after that. However, there is still this possibility for some people that you can build some muscle while you're in a deficit, okay? Like it is it is an, observ- an observable phenomenon, but I am yet to hear about any sort of research that shows fat loss happening in a surplus. So if you are someone who's new to training, um, and when I say new, I mean like less than like two years of training, and I mean proper training, okay? Not just like going into the gym and moving your body, but like actually training with intention. You know, if you're within your first two years, I think you can still build some muscle on a deficit. Uh, If you're coming back from time off after an injury, okay, because we have what's called muscle memory. So if you've already built muscle and then say you can't train for six months, you might lose some of that muscle mass. However, it's so much easier to regain muscle mass that you've already built than to build it from scratch. So if you're, uh, you know, even if you're someone who has been training five, 10 years and you have an injury, you have to take six six months to a year off, you will probably find that you could rebuild a lot of that muscle mass, even if you are in a deficit. The other group of people is obviously those who are taking performance enhancing drugs, you know, things like anabolic steroids. These are going to overcome that need to be in a surplus and you will see some muscle mass gain even in a deficit. Now, it's still better if you're in a surplus, but it will still happen in a deficit. I also think if you're someone who's been like, half-assing it for ages, you know, you've not been eating very well, um, training like a bit of a wet wipe, which, you know, we don't do that around here, girls. Um, If you've been kind of in that camp, you know, you say you go to the gym, but like 
do you really train properly? Like, do you really, do you take it seriously? Maybe not. Well, if you start taking it seriously, if you start training with intention, training with really good form, training close to failure, if you optimize your nutrition, you start eating protein spread evenly across the day, you start eating, you know, foods that digest well, all of this good stuff. I think then you will be somebody who will grow a little bit of muscle in a deficit. I also think, um, or not even think, but we know that those who have excess body fat, um, so individuals who are maybe like um, overweight, obese, they do still have that potential to build muscle in a deficit as well because they have they have a lot of energy to to give to that process. Okay, so these would be the groups of people who like can build muscle in a deficit, and so. Um, why would we want to start with this rather than going straight into a surplus? And I still think this applies even if, even if you're like one of the people, even if you're not within any of those groups, say you have been training for ages and ages and ages, I still think it's worth starting with a fat loss phase first and with a diet rather than going straight into a surplus. Because, you know, again, even if you're not in one of those groups of people, who knows? Maybe, like, maybe you could be building some muscle even while you're in your deficit. It's probably a little bit less likely but it's still possible. And I think the main thing we want to think here is like long-term. Okay. I like think about the next six months to a year when, you know, when we're thinking about our fitness journeys, that's how we need to be thinking. Don't be thinking in like eight, 12 week blocks. Think about, okay, the next six months, the next year, what do I want to achieve? So in this situation, let's say we go straight into a surplus. All right. We're sitting at a higher body fat, you know, maybe we're, we're 10 kilo heavier than we would like to be. You know, that's like 20, 22 pounds that scale if we go straight into surplus what's going to happen it's just going to keep going up it's going to go back up again probably going to start gaining uh, body fat back maybe that you've that you've lost okay and how long is that going to be productive for and by productive i mean just our ability to sustain that surplus and build muscle you know how long is it going to be until you want to diet again probably not very long okay uh, it could be like eight weeks it could be 12 weeks but Building muscle takes such a long time that we want ideally that runway for progression. Like we want to know we're going to be able to stay in that surplus for five, six, seven months, even longer if possible. Okay. The likelihood is if you start your surplus, but you're carrying more body fat than would be necessary, you're probably going to feel uncomfortable quite quickly. You're probably going to want to pull back very quickly too. We also have to think about performance as well. Um, If you're getting heavier and heavier, you're carrying more and more body fat, your performance in the gym might actually get worse. So what do I mean by this? I mean, you might get less fit, okay? So you might not be able to actually keep your sets going um, all the way to failure. You might find, like, even look for me, like when, when I was at the tail end of my last surplus, I like certain movements, like things like my, like leg, leg presses. It was so uncomfortable for me to do them because like my stomach was in the way, you know, and I'm just being like totally honest here. Um, and again, like if we're not actually able to progress our training because we're getting out of breath or we can't get proper range of motion, we're not going to be growing that well anyway. Our digestion as well, something that can suffer. And um, we know excess adiposity can impair digestion. It can disrupt that gut microbiome and we need to be able to digest and use our food efficiently. We need to be able to break it down into the amino acids, the glucose, the fatty acids that are going to help us with building muscle, with energy, with recovery, okay? And then also insulin sensitivity. So insulin sensitivity is essentially our ability to take up nutrients and use them, okay? So it's our it's our ability to, or it's, it, it's, it's our cells ability to go, oh, there's some glucose. I'm going to just mop that up and I'm going to use that, okay? If we are insulin insensitive, we don't do that very well. So what happens is we end up with kind of glucose in the bloodstream. It's not really being used. All right. And again, this is not really ideal. 
when we are trying to use that glucose for energy for recovery and when we do carry excess body fat insulin sensitivity does go down okay we become what we call a little bit insulin resistant so and all this time like we're only we're only making it so that the next diet we do so say you go straight into a surplus next time you diet you might have to pull off 15 kilos 20 kilos it could take you six eight months to do that all right whereas on the flip side if you just go straight into a deficit okay you can still train hard you can still eat well and like i said there is that potential that you can build some muscle mass during this time what you can also do then is just lay the foundations of your routine so everything that does go into building muscle so think about your sleep your training your food your hydration your recovery you can build all of these habits while you're in a deficit so that when the time comes to go into your surplus and to reverse into your surplus, that's all kind of laid down, that groundwork, that foundation's been laid down and you're going to get so much more from your surplus because you're going to know how to eat properly. You're going to know what foods digest well with you. You're going to know, you're going to have a program that suits you. You're going to have worked out all the kinks within your training and you'll be able to just kind of, you know, get the food in and let it rip essentially. And I think most importantly, like when we start with a diet, we get nice and lean. We set ourselves up to be able to reverse into that surplus and sustain it for a long time, right? Like we want, again, I always want to come back to this. Like we want to be able to stay in that surplus for quite a long time. That's what we want to build muscle, okay? So what point is lean enough? Like when should you switch? Okay, you've been dieting for a while. When's it time to go into that surplus, okay? And again, this is obviously so individual dependent. So I can't give exact numbers. I can't say like, you need to be this weight or you need to be this percent body fat. But usually what I would say as a female is if you're lean enough that you can kind of have like slightly visible abs, like even like your upper abs, you don't have to have like a fucking shredded six pack, right? Because that's so unnecessary. You don't need to be there. But pretty lean, um, I would say, usually at this point, you're probably at a body fat percentage where you can see what muscle you even need to build as well. And you'll be sensitive to the surplus once you begin. So it is kind of a, a balance because you don't want to diet so hard that you're so lean, you're so fatigued that it takes you like that the first kind of month or two of your surplus, you're, you're, you're recovering. All right. Like you're recovering hormonal function, thyroid function, metabolic function. You don't want to get to that point. Like that would be what happens post-show. Like this is why when you diet into a competition and you get show lean, the first like two, three months after your show, like you're not actually building muscle, like you're just recovering. So we never want to get there, like for like a lifestyle person, but you want to be pretty lean, you know? Um, and, and it's, again, this is hard because I know some girls who they carry all their body fat in their ass. <laughs> and I'm so jealous of you if you do. But for you, you might have visible abs, but you might still be carrying quite a lot of body fat on your lower half. So for me saying, oh, I just have upper abs that are quite visible. That's not very helpful. Um, Again, like I don't like to give like numbers for like body fat percentages because like everybody looks so different at certain body fat percentages. I don't know, as a female, like I don't know, 15%. I've no, I, I don't, don't listen to that. I actually have no idea. I've no idea. I couldn't give you, I couldn't tell you anything about my body fat percentage or I've never tested it. I don't care, but you want to be lean and you want to be comfortable. And I think you kind of just want to ask yourself really like at this current time, if I went into a surplus, could I stand to be, could I stand to do that for six months? Like, would I still be like, how quickly will I get uncomfortable? And you kind of have to just try, try around with that and like figure it out for yourself, which I know is not very helpful. That's why sometimes having a coach does help because they can look at you and say, okay, you're lean enough. Um, but I think in summary, for most people, for most people, starting with a diet makes the most sense. You know, when I'm coaching people, unless someone's coming to me and they are really lean, I 
will put them into a short diet. It could even be six weeks, eight weeks. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. That's our priming phase. That's our phase where we're laying down those habits, like I said, getting food in a good spot, getting your body composition as a good spot, especially if it's anybody who wants to, um, you know, do a comp or do a prep. I always want to see what they look like lean because, you know, I, I could have someone come to me and they're like, oh, I want to do wellness or I want to do figure. And then we diet them and it's like, you're barely doing bikini, babes. Um, so these are things that, you know, do matter. And this is why dieting first. I just think it's, 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 it's better. It sets you up for that runway for progression in the long run. Okay. And yeah, I think that's, that's really the main thing. Okay. So TLDR diet first. <laughs> 12 minutes of me to tell you to diet first, but always diet first. All right. Um, again, like you could do what a lot of people will say is like, oh, just try and recomp the whole time. So like being like a 50 calorie deficit, realistically, it's going to take you two years to lose enough body fat and see your muscle. Whereas you could do your, I mean, depending on your ability to be adherent, you could lose 10 kilos in like three months and then go straight into a surplus. And then in, in a year's time, you'll look drastically different. Whereas if you try and do both these things at the same time, in my opinion, in a year, um, you might look the same. Okay. I hope that answers your question. And I hope that's given you a bit of an insight and some things to talk, think about. Um, as always, if you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate, review, follow, blah, blah, blah. Coaching spaces, of course, you can find those down below if you do want to work with me. And like I said at the start, if you want to ask a question for next week's mini episode, you can ask that at the type form down below. You can ask me on Instagram or you can leave a comment on Spotify. Okay. Have an amazing rest of your day and thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.